rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, let me see. Holy shit. Everything is fucked up again. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. There we go. Damn. Sorry about that. Yeah, everything screwed up. I don't know. I just did a test. Um, we're not going to have Bob Kincaid on the air tonight. I'm sorry. My phone lines aren't working. I just did a test a couple of minutes before air, and I couldn't hear the phones. So um, even though I was on the phone with the founder of Ecamm, the machine, the app that uh, through which I record the show, and everything was fixed, supposedly, and now I didn't touch anything. I touched nothing. As soon as it was supposedly fixed, set it and forget it. And I was like, let me just do a quick test because Bob mentioned, I hope we don't have those problems again like we had last time with the phones. And out of an abundance of caution, I tested it, and it's not working. So it's very frustrating. So it'll be us. There'll be no phone calls. There'll be no Bob. I am very sorry. We rescheduled Bob for two weeks from now because Ron Placone is supposed to be on the show next week. So hopefully I'll get the show. We'll get it fixed before then. Otherwise, I have to figure something out. But anyway, thank you all for sticking with me no matter what. Despite all these problems, thank you for being a friend. What did I hear that before? Thank you for being a, a super chatter, Jim. He is the super, super chatter of Tara Buster. I appreciate it. And more than appreciation, it's what keeps the show going. Eventually, we want to do a daily show. This is the liberal media, and this is what we put up with as the liberal media. We don't have um, big money, whatever you call it, well-heeled, big goddamn, what am I saying? Um, I'm just looking at two different things, and I, I need the eyes of a chameleon that go all over the place. We don't have big moneyed benefactors. Who? All right, something is playing in my ear. Holy shit. It has to be a Trump rally. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Well, this is what we're talking about. I have a million windows open in my, on my screen. So of all the things we're going to talk about tonight, what I wanted to talk about is the Twitler rally is opening. He doesn't care that there's a coronavirus. He understands that, well, what he understands is that he, he don't want to pay for it. If anybody gets sick, he doesn't want to have any responsibility because that's your party of personal responsibility. If you die, he would take no responsibility. You're just there to be the narcissistic supply of a con man. And that's fine with the Twitler dupes. And they're all getting together. Nobody's wearing a mask. Great. I'm happy about this, frankly. Because my attitude is, let Darwin sort it out. Let them get together and let Darwin sort it out. They're doing us a favor. 
as long as they stay home, as long as when they get the coronavirus, because they will, a lot of them will, and I was watching them enter the stadium for some reason. You know, when, when five teabaggers get together, it's breaking news on all networks, on all the corporate media networks. If we have a, a strike, if there's a picket line somewhere demanding $15 minimum wage, or if there are Black Lives Matter protesters, now they're paying attention, but usually they, they stay home. The corporate media, there's no breaking news there. That's how you know that we're on the right side of history, and the Republicans, the Trump and are on the wrong side of history. They're working, they're the useful idiots in the, um, in the fascist takeover of the United States. They, de- they definitely are. So when, but, but it doesn't matter. So now there's, there's a big, big news going on because Twitler is finally, he's reopening the rally. And they were, they were presenting it on the corporate media like, oh, well, it's uh, the campaign season has started. Honey, the campaign season has never ended. This is part of the problem with the United States of serfs and lords. It never stops. At least in other countries, like in England, they have a window where you can, that is the official campaign. It doesn't go on for years and years. But you understand, this is how, it's part of the, of the scam that they play on us. And it's how they keep people from being engaged in politics. It becomes relentless. And for and some people think for their own sanity they have to tune out. But don't you get it though? You're being played. If you tune out because you just can't take it anymore, you have fallen into the trap. They want you to be blurred and dulled and not see what's re- what the forest through the trees really looks like. That's the bottom line. They want to hit and they know actually with as far as negative ads are concerned and there are numerous studies on this that this is part of the reason why Twitter and the Republicans they they use a lot of negative advertising in their political ads because it deters people from voting period end of sentence they don't um it turns them off from the entire political system and that's part of how they win. That's the point. They want people to be disengaged. They want people to be disgusted and say, oh, I'm, I'm not part. It's sort of that, that old uh, Bertelt Brecht quote about the worst politic- the, the worst illiterate is the political illiterate. Let's see if I can find it now that I'm saying it. And it's going to be a thunderstorm here any minute. I like thunderstorms. But this is what happens when you're doing a show in your living room. The w- this is Bertolt Brecht. The worst illiterate is a... is Sorry, let me start again because this quote warrants it. The worst illiterate is the political illiterate. He doesn't hear, doesn't speak nor participate in political events. He doesn't know the cost of life. 
the price of the bean, of the fish, of the flour, of the rent, of the shoes, and of the medicine all depend on political decisions. The political illiterate is so stupid that he is proud and swells his chest saying that he hates politics. The imbecile doesn't know that from his pol political ignorance is born the prostitute, the abandoned child, and the worst thieves of all, the bad politicians, corrupted and flunky of the national and multinational corporations. Doesn't that sum it up? What we're up against while some people go, hey, I can't stand politics. I don't pay attention. I'm not a political person. But don't you hate the fact that my child is graduating from college with $100,000 debt in student loans? That's abhorrent. Well, guess what? It's all political decisions that made that we built that with our indifference, but they, we allowed them to turn us away from the very thing the, the, uh, the community, the government, we the people, the very thing that was strong enough and powerful enough, the power of us, of e pluribus unum, to stand up to the multinational and... Uh, the flunky of national and multinational corporations. Anyway. Well, I was watching the Trump and Z rallies fill up, and I'm happy. Good. But what, what, uh, what really upsets me is what we all talk about, is that good people, good people will be affected. Not just Trump Z's. Now, I was watching them take their seats. They kept cutting in on the corporate media, on MSNBC, cutting into, um, you know, anytime a Trump Z farts, there's a, a breaking news team is mobilized. So they're sh watching these idiots all walk in, and I was watching them. They're, they're crowded together. They're going over, to one guy is standing there with a MAGA hat with the, the updated version of the brown shirt, pointing to people. Okay, yeah, ma'am, sit over there. Take your overweight diabetes-riddled carcass to Section B. And breathing right in their faces, in each other's faces, these Trump Trumpanzies, but that's the, the hill they want to die on. They're taking a stand. Good for you. You're free. You finally owned us libs. You got me. Drink those tears, baby. Drink up. I'm glad. You're, you're showing me how brave you are. And they were interviewing some of the Trump Trumpanzees. They're not scared. They are, they're Trump supporters. You know, they don't have the courage to let someone who, um, let's say a transgendered human being, use the same bathroom. They want to know what peepees are doing, where, if the peepees appropriately dressed. 
They don't have that courage, but they have the courage to stand up to the coronavirus that doesn't give a shit. Good. The coronavirus doesn't care whether you're a dumb bitch, Trump and Z dupe, whether you are a fascist, whether you're in your useless chest beats the heart of fascism, whether you're a dupe of a con man who received fewer votes. Good, though. Good. You know, um, they don't look that healthy to begin with, so they don't really seem to me like like a group of people who are going to, who have the means to fight this virus, but it's fine. I'm glad. Let's see if I can find it. Oh, here we go. Here's from MSNBC. Just a short time ago, that six members of his advanced staff on the ground in Tulsa have tested positive for COVID-19. Now there's a lot of contact tracing that's going to have to be done because apparently they were not taking certain safety precautions, oh. including wearing face. Apparently. Oh, wait. Can you hear me? Okay, good. Apparently they weren't taking safety precautions. Of course not. Because taking safety precautions are for liberals. Normal people. They need to own us. They're trying to own the libs, you see, to show us how free they are. Good, free to breathe. Corrupted, poisonous, virus-filled air. I'm glad. But here's what's going to happen, unfortunately. Not everybody at this rally, this dupe, this Nuremberg rally, is from Tulsa. A lot of them, this is a cult. They, it's like the Grateful Dead, following around the Grateful Dead. A lot of them, they follow Twitler from rally to rally. This is what a sick country we live in. Think about that. We are living in a sick country that follows around a con man who, by tickling racist funny bones, allowed, well, exploited this broken system and was elevated to the highest executive office in the land despite receiving fewer votes based on the archaic Electoral College, which is a racist-ass throwback to a time where those who owned other human beings needed to protect their human property from some uh, liberal who wanted to uh, set them free. But... They're going to go, they're, so they're, they're coming from all over, and they want to, they're going to travel back. They're going to travel to your town, my town. Well, hopefully not my town. I mean, not your town either. I hope there are no trump here, but they're everywhere, I hate to say. Some places might be less, I mean, might be less noticeable. Maybe here in Queens, the most culturally diverse neighborhood in the whole country, they might feel a little bit, intimidated to go walk around in their mega hats because they'll people will say shit to them that hat is the mark of a racist that's what you're saying i'm a racist dupe and we don't take that shit around here i mean there there are races everywhere we understand that we know there are karens in central park calling the police on black people who are trying to watch birds I just saw another video of some asshole, one guy, one asshole in Bedford-Stuyvesant, Brooklyn, 
holding a protest all by himself. Let me see if I can find that video. He want because he he said he was having a protest. He wanted them to take down a sign in a store called they first of all they wouldn't let him in they wouldn't let him in the store because he wasn't wearing a mask and here in new york that's pretty much the rules if you're not wearing a mask the stores will not serve you and he i'll show you here's the here's what i'm looking at look at this screen no update system audio no not right now let's see if you can hear this You can't hear it. All right. Fucking shit. Install later, motherfuckers. No, it won't it won't play the video. See what I'm dealing with? Anyway, it doesn't matter. He's chanting all lives matter, all lives matter. Fucking ecam. This is lovely, isn't it? When you're doing a show and you're finding in the middle of the show that you're functions the basic functions of the program that you pay for and you and you rent every month to use and broadcast your show doesn't work in the middle of the show it says would you like to update your audio no i don't want to update my fucking audio in the middle of the show but i would like you to play the audio i don't but that's not an option and then i say okay update it and it says end broadcast and update audio. So uh, I guess I can't update it while the broadcast is going. So why won't you just let me play the audio? And then we'll worry about the update later. I don't know. I guess it's better than the other times that the show, the ecam has crapped out in the middle of the show where we had uh, feedback loops going and... Uh, all of a sudden, everything would just crap out, and I'd be frozen and uh, contorted. My face would look like some kind of funhouse mirror. <sighs> I'm so annoyed at life. I try. This is the problem. I try. Maybe I... I don't know. Whatever. I'm not going to get into a pity party. That's why I ask you to become patrons, to support the liberal media. Fucking look at what it is. Look at what we got to deal with. Thank you, Mark, for your super chat. Jesus Christ. Thank you. In spite of everything, we still have supporters. We still have people who believe. They believe in love. <laughs> believe in the show. I believe in the show. I believe in what we're talking about here. I believe. This is why it's so frustrating. Because I believe it needs to spread. We need to amplify the message of what we talk about, which is leaving no one behind. The real patriotic imperative of this country, Medicare for all, education for all, everything for all. Having a country that works for all means initiatives, programs, that we're in it together. It's not that hard. It's not that hard to figure out. But, you know... I don't know why this is such a radical message. Doesn't seem that way to me.
seems like to me it is it's common sense but I guess it's frustrating when we're trying to get the word out, the message out, and everything just b- fucking breaks down in the middle of a live show. All right. Ecam, you go, you be like that, Ecam. You could be like that. But we got to, we do it, you know, we do it anyway, I suppose. It's just annoying as fuck. And I guess I also feel like, you know what it is. We, we don't, they, on the other side of the aisle, the fascists, they don't have to deal with this. They don't. They're f- fully funded. They're well taken care of because, like I said, they're fighting on the wrong side of history. They are fighting for the elites, and we're fighting against them. So it's not that. you know. If, if, here's the thing, too. If we get our way, and the United States works for all, and we have a country that works for all, and we have universal health care, universal higher education, money out of politics. These are simple things. Even the rich will be rich. There will always be rich people. We're just wondering how much, how much do they need to live? Is it more than... Uh, they does I mean really because uh, when you have a cell in a body that sucks up all of the resources, that's called cancer. So how much longer are we supposed to abide one person, a handful of people sucking up all of the resources, millions of dollars, while for one CEO, while they cut jobs? here in America. And I don't care. Here's the other thing we talk about on this show all the time, too. Who, uh, okay, this is why the corporate media is useless. They're part of the problem. You hear them all the time echoing what Trump says. Such a great economy, such a great economy. It's been such a great economy. Even when we were, they were oh, historic unemployment before Trump took in only two short months he has brought back the pandemic of 1918 the race riots of the 1960s and the what else death incessant death of our world wars it only took him fucking two months to kill how many americans sickness rampant sickness all over the country but even if all of we get, we had all of our dreams come true, the progressive dreams of e pluribus unum, a country that works for all, we would still have rich people. We've always had rich people, but we have to make a decision. What is the meaning of a country? What is the meaning of life? What is the meaning of a government? What is the meaning of a society? Is it to make sure that one fucking person has enough money to go to Mars while the rest of us scrape and struggle? I don't think so. That's not a successful country, in my view. And I don't think in yours either. And in fact, that's why those idiots at Trump's Nuremberg rally right now they think 
He's fighting for them. Even they understand that something is broken. And that is why the Into the Fishers of Disunity, that's why a, a fascist autocrat could never rise in a country that is functioning for all. You wouldn't have all of a sudden in the 10 happiest countries, you know, New Zealand, Norway, um, Finland, the same Scandinavian countries over and over are consistently in the top 10, you would not have all of the sudden a fascist rise into power. It would not happen. They would be laughed out of town. And even during when the Nazis rose to power, there was a brief period before everything, before everything went to hell again where the Nazis fell out of favor because the economy was actually working for the majority of you know, Germans at that time. And it all, they can only they can only flourish in a in a broken system. That's where you get fascism from. And so even the dumb fuckers sitting in the Nuremberg rallies about to murder themselves and their loved ones, they're they understand. They think that Twitler is on their side. They think he's fighting for them. They get that there's something broken in the system and it's not working. But they're bamboozled into pointing fingers at those with darker pigment. This is what fascists do. They exploit racism. Uh, um, uh, uh, they exploit division, especially along racist lines. But here's a, something that's interesting. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm just looking at the time. Uh, for example... You know, everything is uh, upside down, um, left is right, right is left. It doesn't, uh, fake news is, is fact for these fuckers. I was, you know, they're the professional victims, though. You get that. They're so put upon and picked upon. And Twitler, he cares so much about the American people. It's all a show. So I'm not sure you guys saw Jim Acosta had a back and forth with the latest White House propagandist, this Kylie, whatever the hell her name is. And because Twitler tweeted out a, a video that was removed from Twitter of two very adorable toddlers, one black, one white, hugging each other, two friends, and... You can't have that in Twitler's America. No, no, no. Of course, Twitler tweets out a, a video of where it's completely manipulated. There's one section where they, the propagandists who work for, for Trump, there was a piece where the, the little black toddler was running in the opposite direction and the little white toddler was running behind him. And... They had a fake CNN lower third that said race, uh, something racist uh, runs away from racist kid or something like that. That they, it was, it, it was just completely ex exploiting the freaks. The, the uh, well, first exploiting their own freaks, but exploiting something that is cute. You know what I mean? <laughs> like exploiting the, the uh, 
exploiting toddlers. This is who we're dealing with. Anyway, so um, Jim Acosta asked Kylie about this. And wait, here it is. It's pretty interesting. She goes right into the whataboutism. He said that this slight increase was expected as they began to safely reopen 56. First of all, she's being asked about the increases in cases of coronavirus. And you hear they're really good at propaganda. And I have said this forever. Republicans are great at branding. They're great at propaganda because that is all they have. They don't have reality. They have to manipulate reality. They don't have any facts on their side. They don't even have democracy on their side. They hate democracy. They, so everything is a lie. And when, you're, when that's what you do, when that is your bread and butter, being a filthy liar, a propagandist, you get goddamn good at it. So that's why they always have to, they have to say things like, safely re well, as we safely reopen, as if that means that we're safely reopening. Just because you say it enough. Oh, we all expected spikes in cases. No, honey. It has never, this is not a spike. This is, it has never slowed down. And so anyway, it's, it's unbelievable. I often wonder how these people sleep at night, but days prior. Um, Jen, yes. Hopefully, I'll limit you to 20 questions today. How about that? Thanks, Kaylee. Um, will any White House officials be at the rally tomorrow? Um, there will be several White House officials at yeah. the rally tomorrow. Will those officials, or will you be there, uh, for example? I will be there. Will you and other White House officials be wearing masks at the rally? It's a personal choice. I won't be wearing a mask. Um, I can't speak for my colleagues. And why won't you wear a mask? Is it sort of a personal political statement? Is it because the president would be disappointed in you if you don't wear a mask? Of course. It's a, personal, it? it's a personal decision. I'm tested regularly. I feel that it's safe for me not to be wearing a mask. And I'm in compliance with CDC guidelines, which are recommended but not required. And if I can ask you about uh, last night, the president uh, tweeted out some fake videos, uh, one of which was labeled uh, manipulated media uh, by Twitter. Uh, why is the president sharing fake videos on Twitter about two toddlers uh, who are obviously showing a lot of love for one another? It, it seems as though he's exploiting children to make some sort of crass political point. Uh, no. Why is he sharing fake videos? He was making a point uh, about CNN specifically. He was making a point uh, that CNN has regularly taken him but don't you see the point? CNN, it's all about CNN. Let's continue with the video. Context um, that in 2019, CNN misleadingly aired a clip from one viewpoint repeatedly to falsely accuse the Covington boys of being, quote, students in MAGA gear harassing a Native American elder. Um, that's a harassing video, a misleading video about children that had really grave consequences for- Can you believe this? She- this is what they do. So they knew these questions were coming. So they scour the CNN archives to come up with some whataboutism. This is right out of Putin's playbook. It's as if he, he is taking, of course he's taking lessons from any autocrat. Come on. It, how much longer though? I am so worn out by this shit. What about 
What about what you... What about fucking who cares? What about you? It's like, oh, well, Johnny had a cookie too. But guess what? Um, They have... These fuckers are clearly, it's never ending with this uh, against CNN. I'm, I'm not a fan of CNN, whatever. I'm not a fan of corporate media. But you see, every autocrat needs an enemy. And Twitler has a few of them. Every con needs an enemy. Every scam artist, every cult leader needs an enemy. And... Twitler and his fascist dupes and all the dum-dums who are putting their lives at risk at the Nuremberg rally right now, they have their enemies right in front of them. It's fake news. Well, it's the truth. The truth is that Twitler tweeted out a video, a manipulated video of two toddlers to, in order to spread what? racist division in this country again and again and again and set himself up and his white racist fucking dupe supporters as the um as the victims that's what he's trying to do and this bitch Kaylee McKenney he she's uh well you know he did it because it's it's a joke don't you see it's a joke on CNN we're pointing out that CNN does this. Oh, that's what you see when you look at Twitler's feed and you're going, don't you make that connection right away? Oh, look, here's a video of two toddlers being selectively edited and manipulated to make it seem as if the white toddler is um, a victim or something. Oh, no, well, it's a white, the white person is being called a racist, just being called a racist. That's what he he's saying. Everybody is... Um, don't you get it? It's that we're all, all white people are racist and poor, poor us. That's what he's saying. And it's so unwarranted. You know, you don't, um, they don't deserve it. Twitlers, uh, all of his white supporters who voted for a con man who, whose entire history, who was sued by the United States government for, blocking um, black people from renting his apartments. You know, we have these receipts that actually exist. Oh, I, I know um, it's only fake news to the freaks and the fascists at the Nuremberg rallies now, but they don't think they're racist either. But they are. They're ones who are all about Robert E. Lee and keeping up the heritage of... What, racist assholes who wanted to own other human beings? That's their heritage. And honestly, too, when I was watching these freaks pile into the, the stadium in the last rally they'll ever attend in their lives, I, you couldn't help but wonder, or not wonder, you couldn't help but marvel at how white everybody is. A black person is few and far between in there. That's for sure. But that's all because of, I suppose, in their mind, it's because of another racist meme that they have, that Democrats, they woo black people with uh, welfare. This is what 
the Republicans think. It's the same. It's an update of the old racist trope that black people are inherently lazy and need to uh, be taught the dignity of work. And given any chance, they will revert to their to their basic state, which is lounging around in the social safety net hammock. That's what they're saying when they're say when they say the Democrats lure black people with um, social with the social safety net with welfare doesn't take into account that statistically not just as in numbers but by percentage more white people are on public assistance than black people but doesn't that doesn't matter facts and reality math do not factor into this it's that's how they feel and plus the other thing is they feel they deserve it they earned it they're white after all and if they need it they're just on hard hard luck if someone who is black uses it they are taking advantage of the system well they're not racist though that's how they look at it all of them say that even david duke says, I, I'm not racist. He says that. But they are. Anybody who comes down an elevator or an escalator, doesn't matter what, anybody who stands in front of people and saying, Mexicans are rapists, and then they get a bunch of, a million people, or, you know, millions of people voting for them, all of those people should be ashamed. I don't care who they are. Oh, I'm a fiscal. I like his fiscal. His fiscal policies, what? His fiscal policies of I got mine, fuck off and die, the rest of you, that's his fiscal policies? We have to get to the point where that is a shame on you. If you vote for somebody because he says, hey, F them, we're leaving millions behind with nothing. Some people are just born to be slaves, as Rush Limbaugh says. Then shame on you. Shame on you, any of you Trump voters. I have no time for them. I honestly, none of them have redeeming qualities. In my opinion, they should all be ashamed. Like all of the Twitler supporters, I'm not Twitler, Hitler supporters. Guess what? I said it before, I'll say it again. There will come a time when when the support of Hitler Twitler, just like when, with Hitler, then when people will only speak of their support of Twitler in shamed whispers, you mock those words, it will come, and we will be alive to see it. It's because it's not going to be that far in the future. Just like Hitler, all of a sudden, the end, the, at the end of uh, Hitler's turn making Germany great again, they couldn't get rid of the pictures of Hitler fast enough. They could, everyone denied their support. But we all know. We saw the film. We saw the, the idiots cheering. And fortunately for us, though, we're, we are in the majority. Normal people. Anti-Trump. Because at this point... Anti-Trump is your patriotic duty. 
and anti-Republican, all of them, they're stained. They are an irredeemable party that needs to go the way of the Whigs yesterday. There is no redeeming qualities about them. And as you could see, listening to Kylie McKenney, the liar, the latest liar, the little fembot liar, propagandist, Ilsa of the SS, you know in a different time and different circumstances, what would she be? She would, she would be a member of the Third Goddamn Reich. You know that. They have no, they have no excuses. But here she goes with her whataboutism. Future. So, to, so you're saying it's okay to exploit two toddlers hugging one another on a sidewalk to make some sort of political point. Uh, you, I mean, the, as you know, the president has described uh, members of the press as fake news uh, during the course of this administration. When you share fake videos like that, doesn't that make you fake news? I think the president was making a satirical point that was quite funny if you go and actually watch the video. Um, hardy, hardy, har. It's so funny, isn't it? <laughs> racist toddler runs away from a racist. <laughs> I think he was making a—he was making a satire. The, the point is, uh, it was a play on CNN repeatedly taking oh, the yeah. president out of context. So like clear. the time when you guys had a, a Chiron that read, Trump slammed some illegal immigrants, they're animals. Well, guess what? The people he called animals were MS-13 illegal immigrants who regularly mutilate people in this oh country. Those God. things are— Fear, 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 fear. Be afraid, be afraid. They mutilate us. He was calling them animals. Can't you see the point? Oh, it's so clear. His humor is so sharp. That's the thing about humor. You, you know, you have to be able to, if you have to explain it, it's not funny. It fell flat. You know, <laughs> it was making, it was really quite humorous. I'm sure they all just sat around laughing and laughing. Oh, so humorous. Let's see. Let me get back to this. Misleading. Pointing out the president Not has referred to some Mexican immigrants as rapists. He has tried to pass a Muslim ban in this country. He has described uh, uh, black NFL that's, players as sons of bitches if they take a knee during a football game. Offense, uh, uh, that's an absurd uh, attempt to justify the misleading headlines that she almost said offensive because she wasn't sure which to pull out of the hat there should i go with offended or the uh, what about is um, or i know you are but what am i which one which, which tactic is she going to pull out of a hat that is offense am i offended here i don't know let me figure this out no we're going with you're lying uh we're just being like you i'm rubber you're glue God damn it. Whatever you say to me bounces off of me and sticks to you. We're dealing with toddlers after all. Not the toddlers in the video who are adorable. And they're not, I, I guarantee, I'm, I could, I'll put money on it. They're not going to grow up to be trampanzies. That's for sure. They will be reviled, uh, uh, not them. They will look at this administration with the revision it earns every single day.
regularly on your network. Like I was just walking in watching CNN as they lauded the, the quote the rallies in the streets. You were, are you saying that the president got to let me finish, this Jen. Work? This isn't a cable news segment. I'm answering your question right okay. now from the White House podium. Well, you're, you're when I walk out of here, and, and, I, and I also have to say that if you look on right wing Twitter or any other right wing uh, media outlet, they they go the way that they frame this. They they always say that Kaylee McKenney, whoops. Jim Acosta, or she rails against him. She slam dunks him. I'm like, are they watching the same videos I am? But they are, and this is what fascism is. This is propaganda. It doesn't matter what happens, what the reality is. It's the same thing with Twitler tweeting out after the court rules against him, and he tweets out, big victory. We won. He's full of shit. When I walk out here, Jim, when I walk out here, Jim, and I see on your, when I see on your network celebratory headlines about the rallies and the protests outside, and you actually said protests and rallies. So in light of a protest, if these gatherings happen in light of a protest or a rally, as you say, that rally is to be condoned, but not the president's rally. I mean, it's appalling. You have one person on your network saying that this is a celebration in the streets, a carnival-like atmosphere. There's a guy with a sign that says free hugs. Um, I highly doubt that, by the way, that there was a guy, because I was trying to find that. If there was a guy in the streets saying free hugs, there were. There was a guy. There was in the past. There were um, protesters during different rallies, during Women's March, whatever, people with signs that said free hugs. Not during the Black Lives Matter protest, unless somebody can show me this. I didn't, I had no luck finding this. She's full of shit. She, she's a liar. Picking and choosing, this is what they do. This is, a, it's another Putin tactic. I mean, this needs to be on every corporate media feed. This whataboutism. Why don't people know about this? We do. It's not, it's not hard. I've, I know. We're talking about it on this show all the time. But they, they never put these in context, how this is a fascist tactic. It is straight from, the, from Putin's playbook or any autocrat's playbook. You don't ever defend yourself. You only point at what your opponent has done or what it doesn't even have to be real. Well, I, I had my hand in the cookie jar. You, I saw you with your hand in the cookie jar. Well, what about when t- Tommy had three cookies? How much longer are we going to take it? I have to ask again, how much longer every day? I ask, and I wonder, how much fucking longer? How much longer can I take it? Maybe I need to rephrase it. Not how much longer are we going to take it, but how much longer can I, can I take it? Before I've hit my limit. Jesus Christ. How, what about these people? And I suppose it's the money, the power. I don't know. 
and this is another reason why we have to unapologetically reclaim the mantle of patriotism. These people are working against the United States. They are unfit to hold leadership positions because they're confused by what it means to be an American. No, honey, we're asking you what you think. You think it's okay for the so-called president to tweet out a fake video? Well, it's like when CNN had um, a video once that had um, it said something that was wrong. Well, explain yourself. Go to court and bring that defense. I heard you murdered someone. Well, you know, um, I didn't murder. I only murdered one person. What about Fred? He murdered three. What about Twitler? He murdered 100,000 and counting. Okay, well, there you go. No harm, no foul. I guess uh, if you put it that way. Beautiful what's happening in the streets. There is music. People are hugging. You celebrate hugging in the context of a protest, but in a truth I didn't see anybody hugging. Did anybody? Anybody see in all of the protests? Have we? I, I didn't see anybody hugging. Nobody was hugging, you fuckers. But they don't have to explain it. They don't have to bring the receipts. No way. Even now, right before we went on the air, I was looking on Twitter and Twitler tweeted out uh, a picture from his rally, his Nuremberg rally, and Joe Biden, it, it said uh, Joe Biden's, um, it was, well, it said it was a rally, a Joe Biden rally, but everyone was socially distanced. They had marks on the floor, and it said, no enthusiasm Obviously, who the hell knows when it was taken? Does we I it has no time stamp. It has no location. It says is this when before the gym or wherever was open? What is the what's the context? Is this a press event? What is it? No context, no nothing. Just Two side-by-side pictures. One says, one has Twitler's rally, and the other has a sparsely attended gymnasium with marks on the floor that say that tell people where to stand far away from each other, but it doesn't have any context. It could be anything. It could have just been a press, ra- um, not rally, a press briefing. It doesn't matter. They will lie. They'll use that picture. Without, And then you have the dum-dums will pile on. Oh, yeah, no enthusiasm. Well, uh, yeah, um, I'm not too enthused about Joe Biden. That's besides the point. But let's see, where, where the hell is this picture from? And nobody, who, um, you know, it's, it's, well, I was going to say nobody calls him out on it. Yes, I guess we do call him out. It, it doesn't matter, though, to the Trump and Z dupes. And rallies. So in light of a protest, if these gatherings happen in 
outside of a protest or a rally, as you say, that rally is to be condoned, but not the president's rally. I mean, it's appalling. You have one person on your network saying that this is a celebration in the streets, a carnival-like atmosphere. There's a guy with a sign that says free hugs. When? Where? It's beautiful. It's Where? Show us, you fucking liar. Show us. In the streets, there is music. People are hugging. You celebrate hugging in the context of a protest. No one was hugging. Where we celebrate historic low African American unemployment. Yeah, such a historic low African American unemployment because everybody's got three and four fucking jobs. Unfortunately, everyone's in uh, those who have to work their three uniquely American low paying jobs. The coronavirus. Um, hit those communities hard because of our broken economy. If I hear another time, another effing corporate media mouthpiece tout what a great economy we had, I'm going to vomit. And the fact is, we don't have a great economy. We never did. We have a good economy if you're a millionaire or a billionaire. But if you have to work for a living, no, it's not a great economy. It's not a great economy if you can't take a day off to go to the doctor. It's not a great economy if you can't retire, if you can't save $400, and if you can't um, miss two paychecks without going on uh, or relying on a food bank. Enough with this shit. It's all about perspective. You understand? It's a great economy for Jamie Dimon. It's a great economy for Kaylee McKenney. It's a great economy for Twitler and all of his useless fucking heirs. Jesus Christ, but not for the rest of us. Justice reform, HBCUs. That rally's not allowed because guess what, Jim? It doesn't fit the ideological agenda of CNN. Yes. It's CNN against Twitler. Twitler against CNN, everyone. CNN's the enemy. Unbelievable. I can't wait. I I can't wait for 20 years from now. I know I'll be 20 years older, but just to look back on these fascists. Maybe then I'll be like, oh, great. Thank God we have a daily show. Remember that fascist, the fascism we fought and won? Kelly, why does the president keep hiring people who are dumb as a rock, That's overrated, story. way over their heads, wacko, <laughs> and incompetent? So the president makes hiring decisions based this on is, the fact this that This is going to make you want to vomit. Listen, listen to this. I couldn't, I couldn't believe my ears. But. I spoke to him this morning about the hiring of John Bolton in particular, and he said, I like to counterbalance my own opinion with individuals that oftentimes have the very opposite opinion of my own. What? He likes the model of having a team of rivals, like what we saw um, in President Lincoln's administration. Right. Uh, I've been a part of that. I often see rigorous debate, and the president what? uses his gut and makes the best decision. Rigorous debate? No, you see a bunch of lick spittles sucking the ass of a con man who received fewer votes. That's what you see. You see anybody who stands up to him is booted out. He has a team of rivals. This fucking thing has got to stop.
we gotta stop pretending that this bitch has any value. That she, that why is, okay, I'm going back there. Why? Why are there any reporters sitting in that room at all? Any of them. It's a sideshow. That's why. It's a goddamn circus. They're watching the circ, the goddamn, I don't know. It's, it's good for ratings. The corporate media. Why? Why are they there? Why is anybody sitting in that room? Uh, yeah, let ONN sit there. Let Fox News sit there. Let InfoWars sit there. Exactly. We have to marginalize these freaks. Separate the truth from the, the fascists. But the fact that they sit there and they allow this goddamn fascist fembot to spread her lies, her bullshit, they're giving him a platform. They're also giving it legitimacy. They are elevating it, elevating these fucking fascist bastards. Just like when Joe Biden says, I can work with them. You're elevating them. You're giving them legitimacy they don't deserve. They don't deserve it because they have, not only have they, haven't they earned it, they are actively working against us here in the United States of serfs and lords. I'm so sick of it. It has to stop. It's okay, yeah, so all of this was all over Twitter, this exchange, and they, uh, Jim Acosta was trending, Kaylee McKenney was trending. Wonderful. Where, where did we get? Did it solve anything? You still have the idiots in their camp, the Trump Anzies, thinking that CNN is fake news, fake news, fake news. It did nothing. It brought nothing to the table, except they gave them, multiply, they multiplied the platform of the fascist, um, right-wing fascist propaganda platform by spreading it all over CNN, MSNBC, everywhere, Twitter. They give it legitimacy. They elevate it. They spread the lies. Nobody's, it's not counteracting anything. So what? Okay, you asked him. Does the, does the president, the so-called president, think it's great that, uh, you know, to exploit toddlers? What did you think she was going to say? Of course she's going to lie and play her bullshit whataboutism game. That's all she's got. But really, come on. That's why I, I tell you, if you're listening to this show for the first time, thank you. But come on. Turn off the corporate media and support the independent liberal media. This is what we're up against. We're up up against, we will never win if we do not own the conversation. I'm sorry. That's how it is. This is why every fascist, every autocrat, they shut down the media, they shut down the press, they shut down dissent. And you think that just because Jim Acosta... He's, he's, he asks this question. He doesn't get any resolution. 
Nothing is going to change. It is a circus. It's a show. There's no purpose for it. Except for CNN to get ratings. They will position themselves as adversarial to Twitter. That's fine. But what are they doing? Are they talking about the fact that the United States is the least upwardly mobile nation? Or were they, along with all the other corporate media mouthpieces, on every occasion before the coronavirus and after talking about what a great economy we had with historically low unemployment? Well, historically low unemployment is not the indicative or or not indicative of a great economy. Yeah, that's great that people are employed, but what are they getting paid? What is their standard of living? If you're working two and three jobs to make ends meet, that's not a great economy. While CEOs are reaping record profits, while the stock market is through the roof, And you can't save $400 when you have a majority, when 80% of the American people can't save, I mean, well, 80% of the American people are living check to check. That is an undisputed fact. So why? How do you tell me, CNN, or any of you corporate media mouthpieces, how do we have a great economy? They never talk about that. We hear it all the time, though. We, the economy was great. It was booming. And then they'll just put a camera in front of Twitter and let them rip with the lies. And it brings nothing. And we get stupider and stupider. This country goes swirling lower and lower. Ridiculous. As to how to move forward. So that's what goes into his hiring practices. And I think the team of rivals with President Lincoln work quite well. There's obviously value in hiring. A- oh, yeah. Trump, Lincoln, of course. They're the same. I think the team of, you see her? I think the team of rivals with President Lincoln work quite well. (laughs) If you ask me, whoever the fuck I am, Kaylee McKinney. Oh my God. Can we... Is this ever going to stop? Is this country ever going to recover from this? I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever recover, frankly. Rivals, it's worked well in the past, but then if you're going to hire rivals, why hire rivals who are dumb as a rock, overrated, way over their heads, wacko, and incompetent? How does that help? That sounds like Trump's resume. Wackos over their head, incompetent. That's your team of rivals. Yeah, I want a team of wackos. It doesn't matter. We understand. It's This is all full of shit. There's no team of rivals. We saw that team of rivals. Every time Trump had a cabinet meeting and they all had to go around and, and suck his taint in front of everyone. Oh, uh, I have to thank you, Mr. President. You're the saint who walks among us. Remember that time we got stuck in the desert and we all drank your urine and we were able to survive for 40 days and 40 nights on your urine alone? Oh, you are amazing. And it was it's like we didn't even need sunscreen. We just used your orange rays to envelop us in this big bubble of love. And we were able to walk 
proudly out of this desert and i all i just thank you all for bringing uh, air just the air that we breathe i was able to survive in the most trying period of my life thank you thank you fascist you you are a uh, the messiah that's how they all work that talk Every single one of them. Did you hear any dissent? Anybody who goes against him is a wacko, a nut, a kook. This guy is not capable. He is unfit. And we know that. We saw, well, they had him on video. They, Of course, everything is a bullshit. We, we get it. Everything is bullshit for Twitler. In, in, for Republicans, period. They... They understand. See, what's going on? All right, let me stop that. What's going on is that they have to, the mission is to destroy democracy, dismantle it. And in the meantime, while they're, they're putting their unqualified judges on the bench, gerrymandering, ensuring that people can't vote and do anything about the power grabs of the corporate interests, not just interest, the corporate owners, they have, to, they have to pretend that they're working for the American people. So this is why they have to have meetings and, sh- and different press events to show everybody how hard they're working. But it's bullshit. And we get even when, well, it was reported when Trump, um, when Pence was on the phone with different governors telling them to lie about the spikes in the coronavirus numbers. It's not, it's, it's not just spikes. These other places where coronavirus is on the rise, it's, it's never gone down. And it's only going to get worse, well, especially after tonight. So we understand how they're full of shit. And Twitler, during one of the one of his press circle jerks that he had, they, they, you know, they invite, it's all a show. It's all a scam. So let's invite some small business owners in and we'll talk about how amazing um, everything's going. There's no problems, nothing to see here. And while they were talking, he invited all different people. Nobody could say anything to, to Twitler. Twitler's, He's tweeting. He's on Twitter. Challenges. So increased labor would be probably the biggest effect on our bottom line. Additional employees have been added to answer the phones, and runners are needed He's to take orders distracted. out to the guests waiting in their car. By mid-May, sales were picking up, and we did have our best Mother's Day ever. That shit. Double-digit growth over last year's weekly sales. Oh, someone said double-digit growth. Oh, look. I'm pretending I'm looking. Back to Twitter. That's what he does for a living. We pay this fucker to go on Twitter. It's unbelievable. I can't tweet hundreds of times a day. I don't have enough time in my day. How does he do it? The so-called president. Because this is what he does. He watches Fox News. This is why they are so pissed off at CNN. Who has all the time in their life to watch television and tweet? This is what he does. 
And these freaks, these rally dupes, they, they, they will do whatever. They will say whatever. It is a cult. They will not see the forest through the trees. When restaurants were closed for inside dining, Look at I was this fucking forced guy. to furlough some very dedicated and loyal employees for the first time ever. Challenges. So increased labor would be probably the biggest effect on our bottom line. Additional employees have been added to answer the phones, and runners are needed to Unreal. take orders out to the guests waiting in their car. By mid-May, sales were picking up, and we did have our Look best Look at him! Look at him. Imagine if that was Obama. Okay? What do you think the Republicans would be doing if that was Obama? Unbelievable. Imagine. Let's imagine, if you will, you know. If that was Obama and we had two million, over 2 million Americans sick with coronavirus, 110,000 dead in two months, with the worst unemployment since the first Republican Great Depression, and race, race riots, racial discord. What, what do you think we would be hearing from the fascist right-wingers? How, what a catastrophic success it is? What do you think? That's how much they hate this country. We know that. Now it's up to 120,000 dead? I didn't know that. 120,000 dead? Holy shit. Oh, my God. And you, I mean, and counting, because how many are going to be dead from this, from this rally tonight? I don't care about them, though, frankly. Good, good. Let them. I'm all for Darwin. Darwin, take the wheel. You prove us right. Go for it. Unreal. So on Twitter's Twitter account, Twitler's, <laughs> Twitler's Twitter account, he, and going in, in along the lines with them being the victims. Wait, I'm just trying to find my, see when the break is coming. I think I got enough time. So we know how they're such victims. This is something that Twitler had on his Twitter account. Around the time he was in that meeting, he was tweeting. This is uh, one of the tweets. I'm right up here on the Actually, you retweeted this. So you can turn around in the driveway at the bottom of the hill. Good. Have a good night. So there's someone, there's a black man driving an Uber. Okay, there's a story unfolding here. Drop somebody off. Have a good night. Face to face with 16-year-old high school. And then you have, you cut to a white guy watching. He's watching that something on MSNBC about this redhead, this uh, red-hatted MAGA kid that was so um, manipulated by the fake news. You know, they. it wasn't that he was staring at this... Native American, like a, like an entitled ghoul that he is, 
it was such, uh, you know, he's just, just a, su- such a put-upon white kid. Another victim of the American uh, media, I suppose. In, the, in Republican land, this kid is a victim. Anyway, that's what he's watching. Uh, even though the story's over a year old, he's watching it today on his news and he made something disgusting in his microwave, and now he's sitting down to relax into the fake news, fake news, fake news um, um, that surrounds him. And there's a guy outside dropping someone off in, a, in an Uber. And then he sees... Oh, someone's... They're stuck. Oh, you know what it is? Some, another, some person, uh, probably a lib, obviously, she sees something happening she goes out and she wait, what's on the back of her shirt Polly saw, oh it says mm, doesn't say anything okay she just starts videotaping for some strange reason go keep going go keep going go oh okay hold on here comes the commercial So she, this woman, videotaped the, the red-headed MAGA, not the red-headed, the red-hat MAGA moron, going, keep going, keep going, to this person. I'm just describing it for those on, on Progressive Voices. And then she posts online, my racist neighbor just chased a black, all all caps, Uber driver, out of our neighborhood. I am sick. And they gets millions and millions of views all over the world. Oh, my God. And people are commenting, this is Trump's fault. Think about this. Trump retweeted this video. It's all Trump's fault. And there they go. There are the... Nazi, Nazi, and fingers are typing, and people are posting, and frantic, f-, f-, f this piece of garbage, where was this, this taken, let's make racists afraid again, let's get him, people are going, let's get him, where does he live, god damn it, and they post his address, oh my god, he's in Freedom, he's on Freedom Road, Freedom Road. Wow. Share, share. Really up racist. Of, of course, CNN. Something like this, and I'm really surprised that we haven't seen uh, something worse. I can't believe we have. And of course, CNN. Not that this is fake news. They pick something out of CNN and call it fake. Uh, just randomly post it on their video. But what? What do I know? People always ask. What does it mean to make America great again? You hear this shit? Now, here's the real story, everyone. After we had the ominous voiceover, people always ask, what it does it mean to make America great? The white guy, I don't know why, he was suddenly, he was in bed before he was... Something else was happening. I don't know. Maybe I was confused. Maybe it wasn't him using the microwave. But he's in bed, and he hears someone's wheels turning on the ice. Oh, my God. 
Someone's stuck. Who is it? I better get to work here. Oh, no socks on. Let's get get my MAGA hat on. Gotta go help him. Gotta help my fellow Americans. Hey, buddy. What's going on, man? You all right? Yai? Yai? Can I give you a push? Yeah, Can I give you a push? I appreciate it. I'm a black man. I really appreciate your help, white white man in a MAGA hat. All right. We got it. Yeah, right. All right, buddy. Here's what we're going to have to do. I'm going to push. Don't hit the brakes at all. You just got to keep... Like, because he's a dumb bitch. He doesn't understand that. Don't hit the brakes at all. I'm going to push. Yeah, I'm pushing. So why would you hit the brakes? First of all. Okay. I'm a white guy. Let me tell you, black guy, who happens to drive an Uber, who maybe knows a little bit, knows something about driving, but I assume you're a dumb fucker. Here's what we're going to do. I'm white, so I know what to do this. I know how to do it. You listen to me. I'm white. Don't hit the brakes when we're trying to push. Who the fuck would hit the brakes when you're trying to push somebody out of a out of an ice patch? Yes, push, push. Why do you have the brakes on? Let's put the emergency brake on too. Don't hit the brakes at all. You just gotta keep going. Yeah, motherfucker. You just gotta keep going. As soon as I push you out with my great whiteness. So, mighty whiteness coming at you from the rear. We're going to push, push, push. Do not hit the brake. Don't be a dumb bitch. Don't be like a welfare queen and hit the brakes when I'm trying to push. Who the hell is trying to push and puts the brakes on when you're being pushed out of an ice patch? Okay, push me. I'll put the emergency brake on. He's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I got it. Wait, 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 wait. Can you run that by me again, Chief? I'm not that smart. You know, I am, I have darker pigment, so I don't know. What are you talking about? I happen to drive. I don't know how I got my license. I passed my, my, I had a learner's permit. Then I had to go and take a test. I had to take a written and I had to take a driving test. I don't know how I did it. I passed. Now I'm uh, driving an Uber and I don't know not to put the fucking brakes on when somebody's pushing me out of a patch of ice, but you know, I am a, I'm only black. I'm a black American here in racist ass, the United States of serfs and lords, and you happen to be making America great. Thank you. No, no. Okay. Here's my, here's a plan. My brother from another mother. I'm going to push and you, and you can, uh, you know, don't hit the brakes. Don't hit the brakes. Whatever. We go, let's do, it's like, hmm, let's get the, uh, you don't need algebra here. You ready? Wait, 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 wait. Let's go over this one more time. All right, look, here's what we're going to have to do. I'm going to push. Don't hit the brakes at all. You just got to keep going. Are you kidding me? This is so annoying to me. Okay. Listen. I got it. Uh, this is what we're going to have to do. We're going to push. Just don't hit the brakes, man. 
Don't be a f don't be stupid. Don't be like, you know, your ancestors or anything. Be like my be like me. Be white. Cause only I, I saw you out here struggling on the ice. I know that you drive this car for a living. I don't know. I don't know how you got your your license. And you're driving obviously in a in a very slick, icy state. Like, duh. So how you, I don't know uh, why you were hitting the brakes when I was pushing, but I'm, uh, I'm telling you, just don't hit the brakes. I, it's so ridiculous to me. Was he hitting the brakes? And then they had to get together and be like, listen, let's, this is a plan of attack. When I'm pushing, you know, for, force equals power times resistance, uh, do not hit the brakes. I think he could have figured that one out, Chief. But it, did, it wouldn't make a point. He's in the. He's behind him, pushing. All right, and the guy's got the brakes on. He's not pushing. Nothing is moving. You see this? Do you see? <laughs> they can't even make a decent video. And who wrote this shit? But they're victims. This is the, what the whole purpose of this is. It is the white guy. He's just trying to be helpful. He's not trying to be racist. Even when they're not trying to be racist, they sound like a bunch of racists, you see. Well, they very mansplaining, white-splaining to this guy. Don't hit the brakes. First of all, as he's pushing... He's not, he's going like this. No, there's no wheels turning. Nothing is happening. Can you push? Yeah, please. Man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I'm only a black man. Uh, you're just wearing that stupid hat. Like it fucking is keeping your head cold. I mean, warm in this cold ass state that we're living in. But. Here, push. No, when you well, he what the guy should do is get out and say like, "Honey, that's not pushing. This doesn't do anything." Making the motions of pushing. Well, that's it makes sense though. Making the motions of pushing, they don't just sort of like how Republicans go through the motions of representing the people and not actually doing anything except stirring up division, concentrating wealth, destroying democracy, entrenching unqualified fascists into positions of authority so that they can continue to put the last nails in the coffin of the grand experiment in liberal democracy, especially of long, and using the old tactics of divide and conquer, especially along racial lines. I can't believe another another break came so quickly. Oh, this is the end of Progressive Voices. Oh, my God. Guys, you got to become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And if you want to hear the rest of the show, please join us on the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. Bum, 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 bum. 
And we will we meet here every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. Thank you to Progressive Voices for carrying the show. And become a patron. We stick together. We win. And we will win. Because we are on the right side of history. The right side of humanity. My name is Tara Devlin. I got to get better at that. All right, we're back. Here we go. Look, look, look. Don't hit the... What? All right. (laughs) This dropped me insane. I'm sorry. I keep repeating it because it's like, give me a break. Hey, hey, buddy. Knock, knock, knock. Uh, you got to stop hitting the brakes when I'm pushing. What are you? What are you, a dumb libtard or something? Is that the point? Hey, yeah, I appreciate it, man. I feel bad for this guy who, this actor, this poor struggling actor who had to play the Uber driver. It's like, all right, I got scale, but it's, uh, is it really worth it to be in a propaganda video? Come on. Come on, buddy. All right, look, here's what we're going to have to do. I'm going to push. Don't I love the sad music. Breaks it all. You just got to keep going. Because we're all in this. T- you just got to keep going. Don't stop to say thank you because I'm just going to push you and just keep going. Don't. Don't stop to say thanks, buddy. Don't stop to make America great. No, notice nobody's wearing any any masks or anything, but don't worry about that. All right, all right. But here we go. We got it. Oh, yes. And he's running behind. Now, all of a sudden, why aren't there... Why is there... Okay, stop. I can't talk. Why... Why is this road completely clear? There's absolutely no snow on this road. It's like, look, nothing, nothing, no snow. Oh, what up? Except lots of ice and snow. Boom, no snow. Hey, run! And who the hell would run behind them? All right, run on an icy road, yelling. Yay! Thank you! Bye! Who the hell? Go! Go! go. Yes! To make America a better place than it was the day before. You see? Oh! It was just a big misunderstanding. Right? And then that dumb liberal bitch had to... I don't know, all of the sudden she heard something happening outside her house and she just thought, let me film this and post it. This racist neighbor of mine, obviously it's all just a big misunderstanding. He was really giving the guy a push. He wasn't saying to him, go, go, go. Get out of my neighborhood, you black person. And this is... it's indicative of the of what's sweeping the nation 
black people are just misunderstanding the intentions of the white power structure. It's not racism. Clearly, it's all a big misunderstanding. Like when George Floyd, when that cop had his, had his knee on George Floyd's neck, that was just a big misunderstanding. He was trying to get him to what? I don't know. He was trying to, he was doing shiatsu. He thought that George Floyd had a knot in his neck. He was like, honey, you're working too hard. Let me, I, I really need to, uh, you know, let me work this knot out of your neck. And even though George was saying, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, it was just a big under, misunderstanding. Don't you see? They're the victims. Trump. Trump is the victim. Republicans are the victims. The, they're the victims. The conservatives. We're all just out to get them. We call them racists, and they don't deserve it, even though they come down escalators saying Mexicans are rapists and maybe some of them are good people, but probably not. Who knows? Or they, they enact bans on people based on their religion, and then they lie about caravans of people who are happen to be of darker pigment. They're not worried about caravans coming from Canada. It's only caravans, you know, of people who have darker pigment, who are fleeing the failed states that the United States helped create who are coming to this country using the asylum laws that we created after World War II so that another Holocaust never happens again. But, you know, that's besides the point. Don't pay any attention that everyone surrounding Trump, his cabinet, except for a few sprinkled in there, tokens, everyone's white, rich, white. How about the 90% of the rally crowd tonight? I'm sure. I didn't do a survey, but I could rest assured we could pretty much guarantee that it's a pretty bright I mean, white crowd. I need sunglasses looking at that crowd. Not because of their intellectual brightness, but their, you know, their ghostly pallor like mine. So it's just a misunderstanding. And that's how you, they're making America great. They're just trying to make America great by pushing black people out of the icy patches. And now everybody is misunderstanding their intentions. All those cops, like Breonna Taylor, when she was shot in her bed. It's just a big misunderstanding. Or Armand Aubrey. You know, when they were, he was just jogging and someone shot him. Big, big misunderstanding. I mean, why don't we just, uh, they're just, they need, they need, it's, that's why they say all lives matter, you see. Because they don't believe all lives matter. They're talking about their lives. They're the victims. Doesn't matter what happens. Doesn't matter systematic racism, who they hurt, who is asking to be heard. They don't have the, they don't give a shit, you see. This is the least thing that you can do to somebody is listen to them. You know what I mean? 
if someone is saying, I, I mean, you, you think about the whole, what's going on in this country. They're, the, these Trump bandies, they're complete and utter dismissiveness. Just the, even Trump, Twitter tweeting out that video, his stance is, oh, we're all the, you're the, we're the victims. Trump bandies, we're the victims. We're not racist. Everyone's picking on us. And it's the, 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 the least that you could do if, twi- if they cared, if they gave a shit, is to listen, to say, oh, I understand. You are hurting. What is, obviously, you, this country is, has a racist fucking history, and that can't be denied. Instead of trying to heal these fissures is if, you know, they would do if they really cared about having a country that works for all, but you know they don't. They need the racist divisions. They need it in order to divide and conquer. So they have a vested interest in maintaining the ignorance. And if we ever, if any of them ever got to a point uh, of... uh, trying to listen, trying to hear the, another side, uh, another American experience, the game would be over for them. Because it's all about, it has always been about an economy, the economy that works for some. We want an economy to work for all. Normal people, liberals, progressives, Democrats, Normal Americans, patriots, we need this country. We need a democracy to work for all. Republicans, on the other hand, they don't want a country that works for all. They, because the power structure in the Republican Party is working for some. It is working as designed. This is on purpose. It didn't happen overnight, and it didn't happen by accident. It happened by design. So they're not letting go that easy. They want, they're never going to, if they have their way, we will never heal the racist divisions in this country. That's why they won't even listen. They don't have a, they don't have a minute to listen or understand it. That's why their bullshit game while his executive order on police reform is nominal. It is nothing. It is, it is wallpaper on moldy walls. They don't want to have a conversation. It's sort of like Lester Maddox's bullshit that he has the mo- most diverse cabinet 40 years ago. That's the same thing. While they continue the racist-ass policies... They will never hear what it feels like. Oh, they, they don't want to hear what it's like to be black in a country that is racist, has a, a history of racism, systematic. They don't want to have a conversation about that. That's why they say all lives matter. And when you say black lives matter, it's a dismissiveness. You know, they don't, they can't afford it. They're too greedy and selfish. That's it. I mean, that's the bottom line. That's why they dig their heels in. 
and say, oh, no, it's not racism. It, we're not racist. Look, we're just misunderstood. Pay no attention to the entire history of the United States and the racist policies that were still happening, that are happening still. I mean, now maybe there's not, it's not as open, I guess. But when I was alive, when I was born, there was redlining, racist policy, systematic racism built into the, into the government policy. They don't like that things are changing and the game is up. But we are here to tell them. And I, that's why I ask all the time, well, how much longer we're going to take it? Because it really is also, it's up to us. How much longer are we going to put up with this shit? And this is why, the other reason why I constantly say that we cannot give them legitimacy. We can't get, do the work for them. We're giving them legitimacy by pretending we can work with them? No, you don't work with the racists. You evolve without them. You move forward without them, and either they get on board or they get left behind. And they know that. That's why they, you know, there's a whole, I mean, psychologically, you think about it, there's that whole book series called Left Behind. That's because they are left behind. That is their fear. They understand that life is continuing to evolve without them. That's why right-wingers, they love, you know, these, these freaks, they love this Left Behind series because in their minds, they think, oh, well, we're really, it's really liberals who will be left behind. No, no, no. While Earth, mo modernity, while the, uh, America leaves them behind, they understand that they are being left behind. They don't want to change. It's uncomfortable. Change is really uncomfortable. It requires a level of maturity, too. It requires you to be an adult as well. Adulting is hard. So Republicans don't want to do it. They'd rather have a debate where they talk about each other's penis sizes than have policies that work for all, than have a functioning democracy of 320 million diverse people, some of whom have very different American experiences than they do. And the least we can do as patri as we, as normal people, and we try, because we're normal and we are patriots, that we listen to our fellow Americans and the different American experiences. And we try to rectify those problems because we want a functioning society that works for all. And in order to do that, more will be required. And it requires facing us ourselves. And it also requires uh, I, <laughs> dismantling a broken system that has us fucking at each other's throats. That system will continue to exploit us and pretend that they they're they're uh, you know taking a knee or tweeting out a Black Lives Matter something or other everything is Black Lives Matter now all over corporate America the same corporations that benefit from this broken system they're the ones who are lobbying Congress 
so they don't have to pay taxes, but they will do nothing to rectify an economy that leaves no one behind. They will take a knee. Don't worry. They will put something. They'll, they'll have a, a scholarship fund for the NAACP. They will uh, be more diverse. They'll make a commitment to diversity training. Are you serious? Yeah, that's what they'll do. And they will, at the same time, continue to exploit the broken racist system that has this economy uh, that has us really, uh, we're not free because of the broken economy. They want that broken economy. They like it. It's not broken for them. Give me a break here. It's true. They want to keep it. They like it like that. That's why they'll, uh, I'm tired of the scams. The, the scams of Jamie Dimon's taking a knee, stuff like that. The, the scholarship fund. Oh, we have made a commitment. Oh, look at our boardroom. We've made a commitment to having a diverse boardroom. So what is the difference? What is the point of a diverse boardroom when Americans can't retire? When, I don't know, I, I could go on and on with the list. When we have people who can't go to, to the doctor. Jesus Christ. Anyway, thank you. Who gave me a super chat? Susha. Susha4, thank you for your super chat. And if you're anywhere uh, watching on Twitter, watching on Facebook, come on over to youtube.com slash C slash RDT Daily Media. That's where all the cool kids are hanging out and... You can do a super chat, but please become a patron. We need more patrons. We are trying to get to the point where, where we can do the show every single day. And that is going to take your support. That's the truth. Yeah. All right. Here's uh, the Trump dupes are at the rally. They don't care about COVID-19. Short time ago, but six members of his staff on the ground in Tulsa have tested positive for COVID-19. Oh, yeah. Did I play this earlier? No, I didn't play these. Do not seem too worried about those concerns. Six people on the advanced staff uh, tested positive. That's only, oh, just six. They were there before the rally to get everything set up. They came from wherever, flew in. They'll be flying back home. They'll be bringing it to their friends and families, and it's in the, it's, it's here. It's in Tulsa, and it will be having a field day at the, at the Trump and Z rally. Oh, I'm not wearing a mask. I haven't yet. I'm not going to start today. I think a lot of the numbers and everything have been hyped up. We know yeah. it's real, but then at the same time, uh, you know, you don't know what's the facts, you know, because you feel like maybe one side plays it one way and the yeah, other side that's plays it, it another. If game. I get it, I get it. If I don't, look I don't. Her. I keep. What do you think is going to happen to her when she gets it? She don't look that healthy. Look at her teeth. She doesn't have any. I'm sorry. You can't look at them. Her teeth are gone. That's your American dream right there. The new American dream. Where you can't get to a doctor. Where you have to eat shit food. 
which make you a little bit not that healthy. You can't go to a dentist. This is a person on the wrong side of Reaganomics. It's very sad. She's got no teeth, this lady. What the hell is she doing voting for a, 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 a fake billionaire? He's a fake billionaire. He's not a billionaire. What is she doing? The scam artist. And this is the failure of the Democratic Party, frankly, who uh, conceded the working people and the poor to a con man who received fewer votes. I mean, the guy received fewer votes, yes. But the fact that any person votes for a fake goddamn billionaire with a fake university, a fake vitamin scheme, a serial bankrupt, a draft dodger, a tax cheat, this lady, come on. You know she's on all kinds of public assistance. And uh, she doesn't have dental care because this country doesn't provide it. You know she's on Medicare, Social Security, Socialist Security. You know it. And who the hell? The Shame on the Democrats, frankly, for allowing that, for trying to be the party, that, for jettisoning jettisoning the working people and the poor for this professional class that they, I don't know, the ones who want to get back to brunch, really. That's who they are. Get it. If I don't, I don't. I keep if I distance get it. as long as people are. If I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. Honey, if you get it, you're done. If you get it, you will be a no more. Your life is over. You're done. Honey, you're done. You're meeting you're meeting your maker. And you're gonna really he he or she is gonna have some explaining to do. A distance as long as people aren't sick and they're gonna do temperature checks and all this that I I think it's pretty safe. It's safe. They're gonna do temperature checks. That's the thing though. You don't have to be showing symptoms. Temperature checks are, it's, it's a false sense of security. Temperature checks. Look at all these people. Not a black person in sight. Oh, I do see somebody wearing a mask. One person. She must be a libtard. Look at all these white people. How stupid are white people? I mean, we're very, very stupid. It's kind of embarrassing. Look at this lady. They're all looking they don't look that good trump pence it's so sickening and something else annoyed me today that i have to share with you it was a it was kind of a throwaway and oh there's an what time is it oh my god there's one more thing i want to show you that is so important to the legacy of okay. black business. Here, they're talking about, here's all the people coming into the Trump rally. Look at them. Everyone's wearing this red, white, and blue abortions, this fashion abortions. They're all overweight. No one has a mask, breathing. Hey, over there. Here, here, take my coronavirus. 
Right there. There's one guy. Well, he's a security. He's wearing a mask. Look at this. This guy has a Hitler mustache? Or is that a shadow? I wouldn't doubt it. USA. They all have flags on their shirts. One lady. like Not just pointing, breathing. All of them. Disgusting. This lady, she could barely walk. She's so ill looking. What a disgrace to the world. Anyway, but listen to the end of this piece here. The black business districts in the country whose wealth was wiped. So they're talking about Juneteenth and they're, well, they're talking about Tulsa, the Tulsa race massacre. When black, the, what was known as Black Wall Street was wiped off the map by these racist mother effers. And here's, this is what annoyed me. Here, nearly 100 years ago, Joshua. One of the wealthiest black business districts in the country whose wealth was wiped out in a few days of racial violence. Did you hear what he said? When she's, she's talking about the Tulsa massacre. Let's listen to it again. Commemorate the centennial of that racial massacre that occurred here nearly 100 years ago, Joshua. One of the wealthiest black business districts in the country whose wealth was wiped out in a few days of racial violence. Was that what was wiped out? Whose wealth was wiped out? One of the wealthiest districts in the country black businesses whose wealth was wiped out. It wasn't just the wealth. This is what pissed me off. Everything is about wealth? They, there was human beings who were murdered. Massacre that occurred here nearly 100 years ago, Joshua. One of the wealthiest black business districts in the country whose wealth was wiped out in a few days of racial violence. It was just that the wealth was wiped out in a few days. No, honey, it was a lot of human beings who were wiped out. Everything is about wealth. And that's why I say it's always been about economics. Racism in this country is about economics. And that, that corporate media mouthpiece who happens to have darker pigment, he, you know, he just said something. I'm sure that wasn't on his teleprompter. He was, it was just a throwaway line. The, one of the wealthiest black business districts in the country whose wealth was wiped out. No. That might have been a consequence of murdering every fucking person in the town or near everyone. Yeah, when you murder everyone, their wealth is wiped out. Guess what? When you murder someone, there's no more wealth because they got no more life. The wealthiest districts in the country whose wealth was wiped out. It makes me sick the way we frame everything. So disgusting. Oh, my God. Let me see. There's one more thing I wanted to play. I don't know if I have enough time. I might have to do it on the next show. Because it's getting late. All right, I'll play it. My dear citizens. <laughs> Did you hear this? Melania? Her two, her Juneteenth message. Look at this shit. Look at what we're looking at. I'm sorry. Just look. It's disgusting. 
Why is the camera in the other room? Today we celebrate Junting, the oldest nationally celebrated commemoration of the end of slavery in the United States. As our country works through the racial issues that we Why are you in the other room? Cameraman? Is today. It is important to remember we are one global community. Oh, thank you, Melania. I feel so much better. Any differences? That I can't save four hundred dollars. Thank you, Melania. I feel so much better. I can't. I live check to check. Oh, if only I could pull myself up by my bootstraps and get a sugar daddy, or mommy. And learned from. And learn. Let us learn from the murder, and the destruction. All all that that poor poor terrible destruction of wealth. We was, it's so, what a waste to, to, to get rid of all of that wealth when it could be used, put to good purposes, like Botox and Resilin in my lips and, and some more shoes and, you know, um, things that make America great. Today, I will be thinking about my trip to Ghana ah, in West Africa. I'm not thinking of you. I'm thinking of Ghana. I thought I was supposed to only think of America. Where I was so moved to take a tour of the house of slaves and step through the door of no return. Sadly, I did return, though. When I stepped through the door of no return, I, sadly for you, I returned. A memorial to the Atlantic slave trade. My hope for everyone today is that by understanding and reflecting upon even the worst part of our country's past, yeah, we, just we can commit to lifting each other up and celebrating the freedom we all deserve. By looking really far and putting this camera very far away, because I am very accessible. In honor of today, I want to read a book, all oh. different now. Yeah, because you're nothing but children. And I am your mommy, your, well, I won't call you, uh, I wouldn't say I was your sugar mommy because I couldn't care less. And as I say, um, I don't really care, do you? But they made me sit here and I don't know, they said, put the camera on. And I said, you better get that fucking camera really or far away from me because I look, I feel fat today. And I don't want these dumb Americans they constantly need things from me, these stupid bastards. Why don't they just ride their Ubers and their DoorDashes and their just get another side hustle going? I don't know. I am sick of it. I didn't come to this country and marry a fake billionaire so I could sit here reading to these dummies. By Angela Johnson. <laughs> it is a story Some of the first Juneteenth the through Juneteenth. the eyes of a little girl. God bless each of you. Oh, yes. And God bless the United States of America. Right. That's what they told me to say. A June morning breeze of the port blew the smell of honeysuckle past the fields Up across my the yard. Nose. And into our room to wake us. And nobody knew as we ate a little, talked a little, and headed to the fields as the sun was rising. Yeah, yeah. Mr. And now Jay? we're free. 
who some say was wah, wah, wah. We, we, we laughed, we danced. Waters. And as more people joined us, we ate as free people, oh, laughed we're as free, free people, to be and told stories as by free the billionaires, on as it should the be. Night. What was before would be no more. Yay. As we walked Whatever back home, that means. the cool of the night soothed our tired feet that padded quietly past the shadowy fields me. of cotton. Yes, that we had to pick now for as indentured servants instead of slaves, because we are still living as unfree people here in the United States of serfs and lords when we can't save $400 or take a vacation or a day off. Well, back to your door dashes, everyone. Back to Ubers. Come on, everyone. Get back in your Ubers. You, you over there. I need a manicure. You, I need a pedicure. You over there, I need a massage. Get back to work. We have the best economy. We have the best. I am, I was told to do this video. Get me out of here. I couldn't believe that that video didn't get any attention. That amazing Juneteenth celebration where Melania read to us as children, as the children we are. Thank you, Melania. You're teaching us that we are all, now we are free. You see, free to be exploited by billionaires who want to take a knee. Just don't take a knee on anybody's necks too, mo too long. At least not in front of a camera. You made a lot of problems for us, taking knees on necks with a lot of cameras around. Now, unfortunately, we got to do something about it and pretend. And I, I am tired. As you can see, I don't want this camera anywhere near me. It's about a football field length away on a telescope lens. That's how intimate I feel with you, the American people. Oh, boy, 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 boy. Anyway, this is where we live. Why? I don't know. My, my grandmother left Ireland, and my father was an anchor baby. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Granny. If I was in Ireland right now, I'd have health care. I might be looking at this country like, uh, well, I know I would be. I'd be like, thank God I'm not there. Why is this now out of focus? It doesn't matter. The show is over in a minute. Thank you, everyone. I want to, every Saturday night, we hang out here at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. We didn't really get a lot of super chats tonight, but I won't hold it against you. If you become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin, because otherwise we won't have a show. All right? How's that? I do a show and you support the show. That's how it works. You become a patron, we do more show. Otherwise, we don't have a show. All right, everybody's, I see all the viewerships going down, down, down. This is what happens when you, I don't know, when you ask for support. That's because we don't have the Mercer family to support us. So be, become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Wait, what time is it? Where's the queue? Oh, there it is. <laughs> You guys have been great. It's been fun. Remember, push people's cars out of the ice. When you do that, don't put your brakes on. Don't let some MAGA hat asshole tell you, 
not to put the brakes on. Like I always say, we stick together, we win. It is true. So, what are you waiting for? Become a patron at patreon.com slash Share the show with your friends. There are no excuses. If you can't become a patron, you can also share our clips. Tell your friends. Go on different liberal chat and say, have you heard of Tarot Buster? I think you'd like it. That might help. Because otherwise... We ain't gonna win. And this is how we stick together. Oh, God. I can't find the thing. All right. You guys are great. I will see you very soon. All right? So we will... Well, I don't know when we'll have another show. Soon. I have a lot of technical problems. I have more technical things to do. Many technicals. I got technicals going on. We got technicals. Uh, yeah. Remember what I said. I don't know. I wish we could do a show every single day, frankly. I do. And then we would do a show. We'll do a Saturday show as a bonus show. You know what I mean? But until we get more patrons, it ain't going to happen. So if you can become a patron, if we got a thousand patrons, this is what I'm estimating. We'll... We can do it. Other shows do it. Why not us? I don't know. I can't do a rap right now. The show's over. And nobody... You haven't earned it. There's only $12 in Super Chats. <laughs> I don't do a show... I don't do a rap for less than like $50. You know what I mean? In Super Chats. I'm just kidding. Become a patron. All right, you guys. Thank you for hanging out. You make me want to get out of bed in the morning, even though it's hard. Let's get... Oh, my God. Somebody just super chatted. Susan Schaefer, you're already a patron. Thank you, Susan. See? Guilt. It goes a long way. Thank you, Susan. I really appreciate it. And, yeah. Keep up the good work. How else are we going to do this thing? How else are we going to get the country back? I think there's more than a thousand of us, don't you think? That care? I don't know. I hope so. That care enough to support the real liberal media? I hope so. All right, guys. It's been great. You're amazing. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much. Hopefully we'll have a fixed phone situation happening soon. And we'll have Bob on the show very soon. And in the meantime, be good to each other. And tell all your friends about Tara Buster. We are in this together. And yeah. Otherwise, we're done. I don't even know what to say. I'm looking at the chat. Oh, look at that. That's a nice statement. I don't know if I've seen you before, Christina. You've been one of my salvations in these times. Even the most disgusting truths are better than corporate and Trump propaganda news. Keep the strength. You are a true American patriot. Thank you, Christina. I appreciate that. Because there are a lot of people who listen to the show and they don't necessarily join us on the, on the, on the live stream or the show all the time. I get to know all you guys, all the regulars on the chat. 
But there are others who don't join the chat and know that they're there. But it's nice to see you. Thank you, Christine. That's a very nice statement. And you will keep me going because sometimes I get, now comes the therapy part of the show where I tell you that I have very uh, stinking thinking, as we say in the rooms. Uh, sometimes. Some are sometimes worse than others. It's been worse lately where I think, what's the point? It doesn't matter, you know, stuff like that. And then I get a message like that and says, and it reminds me that I am not alone and it matters and it does matter because there are people who we, this is how we are connecting and it hap and it helps. So thank you for sharing that. I mean it. All right, guys. We're, I got to go because I have to cut the show down for Progressive Voices now, and that's a whole other pain in my ass. All right? Hopefully, we'll see you very soon, all right? Remember, it is true. We stick together, we win, and, and we are on the right side of history. We are on the right side of democracy. We are on the right side of humanity. My name is Tara Devlin. You know that. Tell your friends. Tell your friends about the show. Become a patron, and I will see you very soon.